Dance, Scott. Barely a week ago, I heard you rail for two hours about independence. Mr. Hardwick, how many times have I heard you speak of freedom at my father's table? Half the men in this church, including you, Father, and you, Reverend, are as ardent patriots as I. Will you now, when you are needed most, stop at only words? Is that the sort of men you are? that you act upon the beliefs of which you have so strongly spoken and in which you so strongly believe. Hello, we're back. Patriots Voice Michigan, this is Brian Van Dusen alongside Dave Ajima. Dave, how you doing? I'm doing fine, just ready to talk about what you're ready to talk about today, and I got a bunch besides. I'm sure you got a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, but... I'm going to start off with the stuff that makes sense about people that make no sense. Oh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. State convention happened last week, and I was fortunate enough to go, and that was the first one I've been to in person. And it was just unbelievable how many people were there, probably close to 3,000, 21. A little over two. Yeah, it was actually about 2,100, 2,000. When I got elected to the RNC, we had 2,500 there. Yeah, I don't know if that, because they said 2,100, but I don't think that counted all the alternates. Oh, but it, I mean, it could be, but it was just, it was awesome just to see the whole process. And of course, they had a machine to count your ballot. And we, as grassroots, told Ron Weiser, we're going to have a hand count. We don't care how you get it done as part of the agenda, but we're, we're going to do this. And so... Yep, and that, that is exactly why those machines were not screwed with because they're Dominion voting machines, because they knew you were going to have a paper count. Boy, they couldn't afford to have the machine switching votes that would really uh, show exactly what they're up to. There was still... The paper count. Yep, but there still was a 1% difference between the machines Uh, and hand count. It's only, I think, a 0.1% is allowed, right? Yeah. So It's somewhere around there. They had a 68% flip rate. But it was a a mess, because Matt DiPerno misses the first vote by just 18 votes, the 50% threshold. Yeah. 18. And then... Uh, and Leonard, because when, the, when that other guy had a drop out... Yep, Ryan Bergman. ...to vote for Lin, uh, Leonard instead of uh, Matt DiPerno. I was actually quite surprised he did that. I thought he um, had a little bit more character than that. And people, for those of you that are out there, when uh, Leonard put out that piece telling all the people that are endorsing him, that is your rhino list. Right yes, in front of you. absolutely. Use it. Absolutely. Use that. Don't vote for those people. With the numbers game, Ryan Bergman's telling his guys to vote for Tom Leonard. And if that was the case and held true, Tom would have won by 41 votes over DiPerno. But what happened is... I think a lot of the Bergman people left. Alternates came in, and then those alternates actually ended voting for DiPerno. So, well, you got to remember too: people don't like being told how to vote. And I, yeah. I know that the uh, John Yab had an outstanding video for Matt DiPerno. He had oh yeah too when I ran. That was a they great video. Mine looked like a presidential race instead of a convention race. Yep, and, uh, that helped. I think a lot of people get sick of being told how they're going to vote. Yep. 
Well, and it goes back to what R.J. Reagan said last week. You know, all these hit pieces that were going against Matt DiPerno, we didn't care because yeah. we needed somebody that was going to stand up for election integrity, and Matt DiPerno well, is the guy. Not only that, Matt DiPerno went over this all over the state telling about what happened at Antrim County. I spoke with him over there up north, uh, close to the UP and all that, and we had a packed crowd up there. So he's been going all around. So people know when they see a hit piece like uh, Michigan deserves better, that one, I just got it in the mail about R.J. Reagan. Totally false, totally a lie, yep. a lie, totally character assassination. It says in there, don't let Reagan near your kids. What a bunch of garbage. Yep. Who supports, who is in that group? Look it up. Uh, Michigan deserves better, and you will be shocked who it was. And the reason the rich people that are in that group did that because they do not want a true fiscal, moral, constitutional conservative elected. They wanted their guy elected who will take orders from them. So they were shocked. Yep. No, it's good. He defeated the status quo with his election. So hopefully May 30 can win again and then go for the yep. new district in August. And he's going to need money to do that too. Cause you know, old uh, Nestle's going to have all. Kinds oh of money. yeah. When we got done he's with gonna- the first vote, then they said, okay, it's, there's going to be a second vote. Matt DiPerno's telling all his people to stay home, stay, because there's going to be a second vote. And so we get the second vote going. I'm almost up to vote, and then they tell everybody to stop. They The machines were not calibrated to what was on the screen. So the oh, ballots yeah, didn't match that. the machines. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Are we are we in Atrium County right now? Like, is this really yep. happening? The MIGOP has all the stinking money and technology, and we can't even get a state convention right? I'm just standing here like, this is ridiculous. I got news for you. As a result of this state convention and the one prior and the one prior, people are starting to realize the Michigan GOP heads, the chairman, are sick. They need to be replaced. Wiser needs to go yesterday. Absolutely. sick of him. And he pulls all kinds of tricks especially up there when I was there that one time, then he had uh, Jace Bolger up there running the show and he did a voice vote on a very important, uh, I think it was the judges. And the voice vote was, it was way over for the other guy, but he said, according to the chair, it goes to so-and-so. Totally a setup job by Weiser and Bolger. That's got to end. So if that ever happens and you're a delegate, you got to stand up and say division, division. And that means they got to, stop and talk about this and maybe do it just a regular vote. So that's what you can do as a delegate. Yep. It was pretty interesting how they had separated. So Tom Leonard's team had all their t-shirts on and they were kind of like the security. They were kind of walking around security at your piece. You had Christine Caramo, which my team was, we were overseeing the ballot counting. So we're in the room with all the counters. We're, mo- we're mo- monitoring each table. We're going over, okay, making sure people are counting them right. And then it looked like Matt DiPerno's team was actually ones that were counting. So it was pretty interesting. So when you during were there, did you have any when you were there, did you have any of your flyers out there, a table there set up or any of that kind of stuff? No, there was um vendors. Have. Vendors were only there that were allowed to be there. They were just governor there were some governors in races and stuff like that, but I didn't know that there that would be even allowed. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. Anyway, go on. Yeah, so while we're in the we're voting the second time, finally they get it all straightened out. And so everybody's voting. And then we come back for the second vote. And then Tom Leonard's team all of a sudden got together and 
then they then they left and we're like what the heck happened and also we hear a eruption because we were across the hall in a smaller room and i thought maybe because trump had his rally going on in ohio i thought maybe they were live broadcasting it and stuff like that but it turned out that they actually were telling who won even after the second vote. So that's when the news came out while we're in the middle of yep. counting the second second ballot. So I was I was one of 15 people that were the last one to leave about 10 o'clock that night. Um, well, but it, I tell you what, it was a great win for grassroots. Oh, man, down the ballot. The face, yes. Terrible slap in the face for the establishment. The only yep. one I don't like that got elected was... Linda Lee Tarver. Yep, I, I voted well. for. Yep, I voted for Frederick. Um, I was surprised she that she does lost. Not belong there. She's a, a, a two-faced Christian. She hammered me with an open-faced letter saying I was a racist. I was this and that. Oh. And she didn't even know she wrote it. I asked her later, "What? How come you wrote that letter? What letter?" I think the GOP just wrote it for her to try to get rid of me, a fiscal, moral, constitutional conservative. Yep. So she can, she can suck wind as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, whatever. that was the only one outside of that. I mean, Savage, he's he looks awesome for Michigan State Regent. Um, yeah. But, yeah, down the ballot, it was great. No, great experience. Met a lot of new people, and um, it was funny. We're standing in line to vote. So when they stopped voting on the second one, I went back to the room because we were still finishing up on the first count. We only had, like, two more precincts to tally the vote. And then so then I come back after that, get back in line, and then there's uh, Bill Heisinger's behind me. And oh, uh, Terry Lynn Land's sister was sitting ne- standing next to me, and I got to know her a little bit and gave her a card and she's said, hey. She's not a bad lady. She's I, not a bad lady. T- Terry is, she's not. She's pretty good. Wasn't Terry Lynn Land Secretary of State? Yeah, she screwed up more stuff than you can shake a stick at. She was a bad Secretary of State. But anyway, her sister okay. is, is conservative. She's not. No, she's yeah, so she was all, all for, oh, you're running against Roger? Great. Now I have somebody else to vote for. So she was excited. And then yeah. I turn around, and Bill's there, and I say, hey, Bill, what's up? You know, he knows me because we have civil service a lot of times in our church, and we'll have Bill being a representative yeah. to come and speak at the church and, and stuff like that. So I said, hey. How's it going? And Terry Lilland's sister's like, yeah, he's running. He's like, oh, yeah, what are you running for? And I said, I'm running for Otto County District 31, State Senate. He's like, oh, he had this look on his face. I kid you not, like he saw a ghost. (laughs) I think he was a little shocked. And he's like, I got to tell you, I'm going to be for Roger. And I said, I know you are. I said, I said, he's like, can I ask you why? Like, what are kind of the main thing? I said, well, he's raising taxes. Gas tax went up from 2015 to this year. He's approving every stinking budget that comes through the door. And then uh, then there was an interruption over the loudspeaker. So then he got, then he started talking after they had stopped talking and started, well, I think we need to do this, this, and this. And he started rambling on. And I'm just like, okay, we're done here. Yeah. So, yeah. He rambles a lot. And so rambles a lot. if Roger Victory didn't know that I was running now, he does now. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm knows. sure Bill's going to tell That's him. Right. Well, his worker was there at your fundraiser, or your oh yeah, you had. So he knows. Yeah, he knows exactly what's going on. Nope, but that was so great. The only way you're going to win this is knocking on lots of doors and getting yep. people behind you to, to let people know Roger Victory is nothing more than a placeholder. Does what he's told. He goes home every night, runs his business, and he's against illegal immigration. He's not for stopping the Dominion machines, uh, and he just for bigger government. It's just for his paycheck. That's all he's there for. So, so 
Anyway. Friday night, there was a party, MAGA party, for DiPerno and yeah. Cuomo, and Trump showed up yep. um, on screen. Um, great event. And I ended up meeting Matt Maddock. What's your opinion oh, yeah. of Matt? I know Matt well. I know his, his um, wife well. Matt's running for the Speaker of the House, and that's why they just did to him what they did. You got this Wentworth idiot that uh, is trying to get Matt Hall elected. Matt Hall is terrible, folks, just terrible. He'll be worse than Shirky. And uh, basically, he was pretty much a shoe-in, especially with all the Trump candidates. Shirky said Trump's endorsement doesn't mean anything. Well, I got news for you. It meant a lot. It's going to mean a lot here Absolutely. in the election as well. Yep. And you ought to seek you ought to seek that election by getting a hold of uh, Maddox's wife. But anyway, those those guys are out in the weeds. What was we so? What was the main thing with Matt being? Um, then something just happened well, where he was. They never no no they never gave him a reason. But later, then uh, they said he was relaying information of the stuff that happened in caucus. Well, they can't prove that. It can't disprove that. The real reason is he's running against Matt Hall for Speaker of the House. Gotcha. So they had to try to character assassinate him, him in okay. the media. That's why they kicked him out of the caucus. That may help him in the long run because a lot of Republicans are sick and tired of the Republicans in the House of Representatives and the Senate in Lansing. And they use these kind of tactics. And quite often, if it comes from a group like, you know, Michigan deserves better or some of these other ones, you know, you voted for the other guy, you voted for the right, you voted for the right person because they're just doing smear tactics. That's what this is all about against Maddock. Maddock is far superior to math than Mott Hall. Fire superior. When I used to be in the RNC and when I used to be a state rep, almost wherever I spoke, Matt showed up and took notes, almost all the time. And uh, and his wife got involved, and obviously she's with Wiser now, but she's uh, endorsing people that are Trump supporters. Uh, I think against Wiser's advice. So there's a little bit of a schism going on there too. But right. The thing with Matt Maddock is nothing more than trying to keep him from being Speaker of the House. Gotcha. Yeah, I didn't quite understand all that was happening. But yeah. from my conversation with him, he's like, I can't stand Roger. I'm glad you're running. He's a big disappointment. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, can you hit 15,000 doors? And I said, yep. So that's what advice he gave me. So it seemed to be a nice guy from that conversation. I was actually able to meet Mike Lindell was there. So I got a selfie with him. So that was pretty neat. Good. He got to speak. Um, yeah, just overall, those two days were just spectacular. It was pretty Good. neat. Pretty neat experience. You needed you needed to be there to see what it's all about. Yep. Now you got your foot in the door a little bit, but now yep. you got to get your name out. Name recognition is yep. huge. Roger Victory's going to do a hit piece on you, guaranteed. Oh sure, they're going to do a hit piece on you. I don't know what he's going to hit, so, but <laughs> what they're going to do? He's, well, they're going to find something. He's probably going to find something on there. my podcast that something that I said, you know, seven nah, months it ago. Won't be that it'll be something else. But then what they'll do is uh, take it out of context and then oh, slap sure. it on there, just like they did with R.J. Reagan. And then try to say just prior to the election they'll do that. Well, I've got no voting record, so his is um, pretty open and shut case. Yeah. So true. it's going to be pretty easy. Yeah. So, even uh, yeah. Even uh, Runstead I talked to today said his voting record is putrid. Yeah. He said he does everything that uh, he's told by Shirky, so he's kind of worthless over there. Yep. Do you know anything about Nancy DeBoer? She's running in the Holland's new district. No. She was. Uh, former mayor of Holland City, but I don't live in Holland, so I don't know. I'm just seeing her signs pop up today uh, around the city, so I didn't know if somebody knew. I don't know, but I generally have a bad feeling about mayors. 
because they've learned to be liberal. They try mm-hmm. to uh, satisfy everybody, and they satisfy nobody. Yep, that can be very true. So last night we had our county GOP executive committee meeting, and man, was that a train wreck. And not to mention Who's that, that? Uh, Rhett DeBoer is the chair, and That's a problem. I believe that she's there illegally as the chair from what happened to the previous chair, was told to um, not run against Rhett because they have the votes that would not count him in. And this all happened, like, I'm a brand-new precinct delegate, and I'm listening to this phone call with the previous chair, and I'm like, is this is this serious? Like, backroom deals, just like Democrats do, and Republicans yeah, all day long condemn it, but then they're doing the same dumb thing. In Ottawa County, well, I could not believe it. Well, remember Just, this. When I ran for, for legislature, state rep, I went down to Kent County, and I said, I'm going to run for state rep. What should I do? And you know what the guy told me? Quit. You can't win. <laughs> he told me. Are you so, serious? I, I'm just living proof that I knocked on doors, spent yeah. very little time in Lansing, knocked on. I had literature, literature drop on 40,000 doors. I had people helping me, me and my wife primarily, but other people helping me. Not only won, I doubled my nearest opponent opponent in the primary. I had like 39%, wow. and the next guy had 18%, and all the rest were in double or single digits. And then at the general, I won with like 70, 71% of the vote. Then the next term, I won by 75% of the vote. And the next term was only almost 80% of the vote. So just do what you say you're going to do and do it and stick to your guns. That's what yep. I did. Well, she couldn't even hold down. She was so worried about getting out at 8.30. And when there was a motion... Then there was discussion, and then she's shutting people up that want to have speaking time. And it's like, what are you doing? Like, they have the right to speak on that motion. And it was just, it was just a crapshoot. And, um, and well, some of them weren't even getting ex- answers. And it's just like, what? what's going on here? <laughs> they don't call them the Ottawa County Mafia uh, for no reason. Yeah, it's, it's sad. It's truly sad. And here's a room full of, there must have been... 30, 30 patriots that were actually there as guests watching this. And we're just all like dumbfounded. Like, this is our executive committee? Like, somebody needs to stand up and say, You need to let these people speak. By yeah. doing what you're doing, you're silencing free speech. And you shouldn't be that way in a public meeting. Do you know um, Keith and Hollander? Do you know much about him? Oh, yeah. I know him well. Okay. He was on, he was in the meeting last night. Sorry about the phone. Folks. Yeah, sorry. And apparently a committee was removing somebody from the committee. And in the bylaws, you know, the, the chair has, she can remove. And then by a unanimous vote, this this woman was removed. And this woman was there on as part of the committee. And she's like, I never got a phone call. I never got uh, email. I never got a letter. I never got anything telling me that I was removed from from that. And so then Rhett's like, well, Keith, did you have a phone conversation with her? And she's like, well, I remember the phone call, but he's told me nothing about being removed from this. And so what does Keith say? Well, I don't, I can't go back that far on, on memory to, to speculate on it if I had Uh, that phone call. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You, you're going to tell me that you're going to remove somebody and you can't remember that phone call. Like that would be an important big deal. There's no way. He's an absolute liar. When I was running for RNC, he was going around 
telling people, what has he done? He ain't done nothing. He was, he was totally against me when I ran. I'm glad we blow, blew the guy out at 70, 30%. But he's, she's just such an establishment hack that doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to go away as well. Well, and with what he did at the county convention for the delegates, he was one of those um, hardworking Republicans that was oh, put in as an alternate. And then as an alternate, you can challenge a delegate. And so he challenges a husband and wife team and challenges the husband and says, I don't want to, I don't think a couple should be able to go together. That's baloney. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm actually hearing this right. And he's cold, fake, cold as ice. Like he didn't drop nothing. And that's all he, that's all he said. And I'm like, you are, wow. So did they go along with that? So the guy actually, um, he actually gave it up without challenging him because he's like, Oh, I did challenge that one. Oh, I would have too. Cause he's like, I, I, you probably do a lot for the community, but your reasoning is wrong and I'm not going to challenge you on this, but something's got to change. I don't think he does a lot for the community. I think he causes problems, but that's me. Well, he's, he's a lobbyist from what I understand. Yeah. yeah he's so he's, yeah, that was, so I haven't liked him since that day. And after last night too, it was just like, Nope, don't care to, be in his camp. Plus, he was a Tom Leonard. He was a Tom Leonard backer anyway, so I knew right where he stood with, with backing Tom. So, what else you got? Um, well, that's all I got for those couple things. I know we had a our economy shrank by one point four percent. I know you got some stuff that's on correct. that. We're in stagflation right now. What that is is an economy that's not growing like it should, but it's contracted. So it should be growing much faster than that. So it's actually in a contraction. It means Americans have less spending power in their dollars. Uh, even though they might make an extra buck an hour, it's not paying for the gas. I paid $4.59 for a gallon of gas today. For two gallons, it was almost 10 bucks for 2.2 gallons of gas on my motorcycle. Yeah, it is insane. It means Americans uh, basically are producing less uh, and it's bought at a higher price. And inventories are weak. Personal consumption only rose 2.5%, and prices have risen like 7.8% this month, and then the next month it just keeps growing. The next thing after this is a recession, unless this stops. And so it's not going to stop because of the uh, policies of the Biden administration. He just keeps compounding the economic pain on this country because he doesn't understand economics, or I don't think he understands what he's saying, because I think Obama is pulling his strings. I don't think he's going to be the next presidential candidate for the Democrats because he's an idiot. Everybody no. knows he's an idiot. So what constitutes a recession, Dave? Well, recession is where everything goes to pots. People get laid off. Your dollars worth squat. Uh, just like we had in, uh, what was it, in the 20s, the 30s. Banks had a problem. Couldn't get your money out of the bank. That may or may not happen. Now they say they want to go to digital currency. I'm scared a heck of that because that means the government will control everything you do and know exactly what you spend your money on. And uh, they can, if they got that just in digital form, they can just as well take that money away from you. Sure. Uh, well, is there a certain amount of time though? So if we're in stagflation, what's the time frame no, for a recession to happen? So is it is it two no, months it of stagflation? No, it just depends on how much more damage Biden does to the economy. I mean, the gas, just by taking away the pipeline and taking away the ability to drill for gas, taking away the fact that, oh, we got to go electric. Now we're finding out we don't even have grid enough to supply maybe for this summer for the state of Michigan. 
because we're, they want to just go to uh, windmills that break down and there's not enough solar power to do it. We need nuclear power, gas power, coal power. We can make a coal power plant safe. He's doing everything wrong and Whitmer is in Michigan and he's doing it in the US. So it's compounding. So all these idiots that are buying electric cars, wait till the big thing hits and uh, we have a brownout. They aren't going anywhere. No. They're, they're dead in their tracks. So I'm not for all these electric cars. Matter of fact, give me a Corvette with a 700 horsepower motor in. At least I can go five, 600 miles on a tank of gas. Exactly. They only go about 240 or less. What is what is your... Uh, so I'm sure you've heard about that Patrick Laola shooting in Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what's your opinion on that? Well, uh, I like it that we have protests by fat black ladies with megaphones in the city and they haven't even heard well, how this happened or if the person's guilty or not guilty. I thought you were not guilty until proven guilty. You're innocent until proven guilty. Then you have the Reverend Al Sharpton coming to town tomorrow. Now think about this. He ain't a reverend. No. He was nine years old in this church. This bishop says, I like the way you talk. And he waved his hand and gave him an honorary reverend. So all these years he's been saying, I'm a reverend. He never studied to be a reverend. He is nothing more than an ambulance chaser for right racism. That's all that guy is. He's a farce. He's he a he's a savage. Yes. The, he's a sabotage to the, to the sabotage to the black community. That's what he is. Oh, and he owes a lot of money to the IRS. He's a scam, but that's they don't, people believe what they want to believe. When the facts come out, it always will come out in the long run. I, I blew that up on Facebook. People said, thanks, Dave. I never knew that was the case. I said, He's not a reverend. Did uh, He's an ambulance chaser for racism. Do you think there'll be punishment for this Michigan State police officer? I don't know. Uh, I talked to one cop, and uh, the first mistake the guy made is when he's having an altercation, he could, should have called for backup. But when you got a guy fighting you and trying to tase you, uh, and everything else, yep. uh, I think he's probably going to get exonerated. That depends on whether our infamous judge here in Grand Rapids has the guts to do that. He's probably worried about having more riots. But my opinion is the word has to come down. You are innocent until proven guilty. Don't start these stupid uh, walks and, and stuff down the middle of downtown shutting down traffic until you know what the facts are. Don't make no difference. Yep. Somebody needs to come up there and say, the white on black or the black on white crime is is by far worse than the white on black crime. And black on black crime occurs much more than white on black. So they're their own worst enemies and they're expecting us to go along with it. And you know, I even heard in the past they want to quote us for jail. So if you're black, you can only have a certain percentage of quota in jail. Give me a break. The guy who does the crime does the time. It's as simple as that. Anything different is not justice. It's no longer justice. Then it's just a special quota for special groups and special rights, and that's what they're after. I totally disagree with it. Well, when the first video came out, and he tells the guy to get back in his car, this is a stop, and he yeah. doesn't, so he stands at the vehicle, and he's like, okay, where's your ID? And as soon as he didn't get his ID from whoever else was in the car and shuts the door and starts walking away, I thought, oh, no. This guy escalated it to the point of oh, sure. how he got shot. But We're right there, she she called. He should have called for backup right there. Uh, but you know what it is? It's disrespect for authority. Yes. So that's absolutely. What you got going on. And why do we have this in the black community? I I contend we have this in the black community. No father figure. Exactly. exactly. No father figure. Family has broken down. Yes. 
And I think these these guys that get three, four uh, women pregnant, you got to find them, you got to give them a job, and they have to pay that that instead of the state, they have to pay for that those kids until they're 18 years old. That's all you got to do to stop this stuff. Yeah. Get a paternity whole... test and just tell them you got a lifetime to pay for these people. Yep, it's all culture. That culture has to stand. Then those men have to stand up in that community. Exactly. So Whitmer gives $1 million to create 1,960 children's savings accounts. What is she, like, where's that money coming from? Well, that's a good question. It doesn't make any difference where it comes from. What she's trying to do is buy votes. That's exactly what I posted on my Facebook. (laughs) She's buying votes. That's exactly what Biden is doing too now when he wants to forgive all the college loans. I'm thinking about all the people that went to college and then they got a job and then they paid that money back. What about them? What about me, who's paying forty, fifty thousand dollars a year income tax to the federal government? I'm paying for these guys, so they went to school free. They took the loan. The solution is they pay for the loan. Simple. We got too many guys going to college, getting a degree, doesn't pay anything, and there's no opening for their degree, and then they want their loans forgiven. Baloney. Right. You took the loan. You pay for it. That's, That's exactly the right. Solution. Yep. But he wants those young kids' votes too. Oh, for sure. First-time voters coming out of high school into college? Oh, we're going to give you a savings yep. account. Oh, sweet. I'll vote for you. Exactly. Yep, that's what exactly is. what it is. You're using your money to do it. Yep. Twitter gets bought by Musk. True. How do you feel about that? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I, I love the memes that come out because he's like, I'm sure they're fake, but they'll say, next I'm buying McDonald's to fix the ice cream machines, or <laughs> it's so funny. Or next well, I'm going to buy it. Doritos and fill the bag up with chips, and it's just so funny. You, you mentioned uh, fast food. I just I can't find it in my notes here. I wrote down there's a lady that's a Democrat running for a seat, and she wants to make all McDonald's workers make $30 an hour. Holy cow. 30 bucks an hour. Now, I'm telling you, if that's 30 bucks an hour, your hamburger is going to cost you 20. Oh, heck yeah. And th- since when does the government have the right to dictate wages? That's they don't. And if a person's willing to work for that wage, they work. If they're not, they don't. Or it's been negotiated through their union. That's how it's done, not government dictates. That's communism. That's centralized government taking control of an economy, and it always, always fails. So when did the minimum wage become a thing? I don't know. It was many years ago. They started out, when I was young, it was, I forget what it was. It was just a few dollars. And then every time the Democrats want votes, they try to raise it. It's all about, if you make it 30 bucks an hour, here's what will happen. Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, and so forth will not hire young kids that need a job during the summer. They're going to hire adults that will be there all year long. No, they're going to put That's robots gonna in. Happen. They're going to put robots and in. You've got a, yeah, but you've got a whole bunch of kids that have been through college and they've never held the job in their entire life. I don't want to hire one of those kids. Matter of fact, when I recruited for the Air Force Academy, I wanted a kid that had a decent grade point average, played a sport, and worked during the summers. And some Absolutely. Of those kids that came in that had a 4.2 average, never worked in the summer, just got good grades, and their their hobby was reading books. I never recommended they go to the Air Force Academy because they'd eat them up and spit them out. Because over there they just dig into you every day, and they're not ready for that because they have had no real world experience. 
Uh, got here. Transgender pronoun bill advances in Tennessee's legislature, so that's good. Where they're not going to force teachers to call them he or she or whatever they that's are. Good. It's by their biological makeup, so that's awesome. Yes, but California Bill two 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 three allows parents to kill their babies up to twenty eight days after birth. So they're doing the same thing as Maryland. Yep, and get this. Do you know what's going to happen next? I can tell you what's going to happen next because this is the way it has occurred in the past. The next will be the elderly are no longer useful to society. Yep, death so panels. There used to be. A, yep, that's what it's going to be. Yep. And by the way, those twenty eight days after birth, where they can kill them, there's no autopsy or crime investigated. Wow. Forty nine years ago, Roe versus Wade legalized killing the unborn. Now they're going to kill the living, and soon they're going to kill the elderly. Tell well, you folks, get your gun. Be prepared to fight back. Everybody's getting ready for that Roe versus Wade that's coming out in June. They everybody feels like yep. the Supreme Court's going to overturn that, and they should. All right, what else you got? I'm itching to get up my stuff. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna tell the folks words matter. I'm gonna repeat: words matter. Liberals, Democrats, they control the culture by manipulating words that you can and cannot use. And you, they, they make you stay away from words. Everything we do with a word distinguishes something. There's some trying to make it so it distinguishes nothing. Example, illegal aliens used to be called illegal aliens. Now they're called undocumented persons. Baloney, they're illegal aliens. Affirmative action is nothing more than race discrimination. Overseas contingency operation is what uh, Biden made the war in Afghanistan. It wasn't the war in Afghanistan. It was an overseas contingency operation. You see how they twist that to make it sound a lot better? Of course. They don't really want people to know what's going on. And uh, uh, young criminals, young kids that are involved with crime, some you know got two felonies, three felonies, they call those justice-involved youths. Think about that. Justice involved use. Maloney, they're felons or whatever. Uh, mandates and taxes are now called individual shared responsibility payments. Give me a break. It's not individually shared. I'm not sharing uh, responsibility for payments for what these people are getting. Government spending, you've heard this a hundred times, out of GOP's mouths and Dems mouths, it's called investments. Government spendings are investments. Yeah, investments and in what they want to spend your money in to try to get money back from that company for giving them some good deal that nobody else gets. That's an investment. Uh, wanting to keep more of your hard-earned money is called greed by the Democrats. Wanting to keep more of your hard-earned money is called greed. More of someone else's money is called paying their fair share. Well, isn't that interesting? How many times have you heard that? All the time. Oppos opposing a Democrat in the White House is called obstruction. But opposing a Republican in the White House is called resistance. Isn't that amazing? Did you uh, hear uh, Did you hear Schumer come out and say the best way to fix the um, stagflation is to raise your taxes? Oh, God. So wrong. So idiotic. I mean, I, I, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, but I, I got enough knives in there. I mean, I got a BA in economics. I got a master's in business. That is a dumb statement. Dumb. In the name of in the name of diversity, it's called now intellectual conformity. What a bunch mm. of garbage! 
you know, the, some of the colleges want only black zones, so white people can't yep. go in. Well, what would happen if we had only white zones? We'd be back in the 1930s or 40s again. That's wrong. Yep. Uh, it, it censors opposing views. When, it, when they censor opposing views, they call it tolerance. No, it's not tolerance. It's intolerance for opposing views. All non-left speech now is called hate speech. And that makes a lot of people back off because they think, oh, I don't want to be accused of giving hate speech. I mean, I've been blamed to that because I tell it like it is. And it's a non-left speech. Therefore, oh, Dave's gives hate speech. Very few people in the country suffer from gender confusion. However, uh, that's the left has spent lots of time, lots of money, and lots of effort to force us to call men women and women men. And it's really about blurring the natural distinctions between male and female. Hence, yep. your, your schools teach confusion. You got to run for school boards, folks. You got to stop this garbage. Social justice. Justice means getting what you deserve without favor. Social justice means getting what you don't deserve because you are favored. Marriage between one man and woman. Then came same-sex marriage. That morphed into marriage equality. Then it became an act of bigotry to define marriage as between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife. Can you see where this is heading? They're controlling our freedom of speech by telling us we can't use these words. All this works for the left. He controls the words, controls culture. Words can hurt you. Remember the old saying, sticks and stones can break my bones, but words can never hurt me? It's killing our culture. Uh, use plain language and watch people lose jobs. In other words, if a teacher speaks up and uses plain language, I'm against this, or I, I stand up. If I was going to go for a job and I say, I don't like this, you're going to ruin your reputation or lose your job, especially teachers. A culture war is a war of words. Consequences are seen in schools, politics, and the media. We should not comply. Folks, it's just crazy what people comply to. Even the mask. Now, of course, Fauci's coming out finally and say, hey, the pandemic has ended. You know why yeah. it's ended? Because he took so much flack. That's why it's ended. Yep. Democrats just dropped the defund the police movement as soon as the midterm elections approach because they know that was going nowhere. Yep. And we went into that with a neurosurgeon. Masks don't work. They don't stop anything. Mm -hmm. Israel was closing its border to thousands of Palestinians as a result of rockets fired. And in Israel, a lot of Palestinians are, are workers. And they, they go there. They're even treated at their hospitals. But uh, they come in there sometimes, and they have enough weapons under their belt now to cause a major problem for Israel. So they're starting to shut that border. Okay, Title 42 repeal. What is that? That means if people that are coming across the border and they're sick, you're... Uh, the agents on the border can send them back and tell them they're not coming in, but it allows them in, allows more illegals to come in. Biden bites again by opening up even more border crossing to illegals. Oh, God. Germany is migrating. Germans are now migrating to Paraguay. You know why? To escape the Muslim migrants that are causing so much problem. They opened the doors for the Muslims to come in a country. Now they don't even like their own country. They're moving out. In China, a U.S. Muslim teacher fell in love with a Chinese woman. She wanted to break it off. He didn't. He killed her. Well, what would happen in the United States? They say, well, you know, this is a guy's rights, and, you know, a guy's testimony is worth twice what a woman's is. 
China gives them the death penalty. We pay $60,000 a year to keep them alive for 30 to 50 years. I see a discrepancy there. One thing I can say China's doing right. So, I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there that's just becoming unbearable to me. Okay, what else we got? I think that's pretty much what I wanted to get into. Okay. Oh, I wanted to get into I wanted to get into Trucker Randy. He's on 97.7 or WCHY.US. He's the one that uh, you know did your yep. MCing for your event. Yep. And he's probably like the Rush Limbaugh of Michigan. He knows what's going on in Lansing better than anybody else I know. And uh, you can catch catch him on Patriot Boyd Radio. You're defending fathers. You can get that. He's on nine to noon every day. Listen to it. Uh, he's running for something, isn't he? Yeah, he's running. Get this as a Democrat for the Senate seat. Now, let me tell you what this is really about. This guy's shrewd. For years in the primaries, most people don't know this, a Democrat crosses over, and in a primary he can, and votes for the most liberal Republican that's running. So that becomes our Republican candidate. Right. That's how Wayne Schmidt got into office from up north. He's liberal as heck. So they came across and voted in our primary and gave us that idiot rather than the more conservative guy. Got that? But then when it gets to the general, they can't cross over. So, so it sounds like we need to sounds like we need to change the law then to an open primary too. But what his tactic is doing, because he's running as a Democrat, he is forcing the Democrats to stay on their their side of the ledger, or he's gonna win. And then uh, that'll be bad because he's conservative as I am. <laughs> <laughs> it would be something. The, G, the GOP is so obtuse. They don't recognize what he's trying to do, and they refuse to let him into the uh, convention and all this stuff. What he's really doing is protecting the Republicans by forcing the Democrats in the primary yep. to vote Democrat. I, so uh, it's really a shrewd. Man, I, I couldn't do it, though. Just uh, Me either. I, there'd be no way. Governor. <laughs> he asked me to run for governor in the state of Michigan as a Democrat. I said I wouldn't lower myself to do that's, that. That's it. He, I, I just couldn't me, do that. He, he called me the other day and says, well, will you at least endorse me as a Democrat? I said, no, I've never endorsed you. <laughs> Even though I know you're not a Democrat, I yep. can't do it. I just can't do it. Man. But I, I applaud him for using the tactics that the Democrats have been using for years against us Republicans. Yeah, that'll be a definitely an interesting uh, race for sure. Oh, I love it. I love it. I, he's got guts, man. He he's does. He's got guts. So, I love it. Well, that uh, well, that's all ends, I got. Yeah, that ends uh, this episode. So we will see you next week, Dave. Hopefully the world can calm yeah, down. See you. <laughs> see ya. You are listening to the Patriots Voice of Michigan. God bless.